Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchef, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. We are grateful to Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants and the title sponsor of our show for allowing us to share stories within the hospitality space, stories that can help improve your hospitality business. And today we have a very special episode because we have one of the most premium, if not the most premium steakhouse brands in the entire world. It's called Mastro's. If you don't know, uh, you need to go. Um, I cannot wait to go after doing my due diligence for this episode. I can't believe that I live in Southern California and I haven't been. Um, that is my mistake, but I will uh, make a point to go after this episode. Tim Whitlock, we have the Senior VP, COO. We have Patrick Barrett, who is the Regional VP. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. We're Thanks, very Sean. excited to, uh, to learn about both of your journeys, to learn about the brand. Um, but for those that are listening, I'm going to lob this up to, to you, Tim. Where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? Wow. Uh, I saw you two in Croke Park. Where's that? In uh, Ireland. In Ireland? Yeah, it was an amazing concert, an amazing venue. It was a great, great, great stadium to be at. So, How, how big probably, is the stadium? The only seats about 30,000. 30,000. And mm-hmm. what was the name again? Croke Park. Croke Park. Okay. Uh-huh. Beautiful. We're going to set the stage at Croke Park. This is an international show, and we have (laughs) brands from all over the world that tune in, uh, thanks to entrepreneurs. So we're going to go to Croke Park, and we're going to bring people that are playing the game within the game in hospitality. Um, So much of what we do is so difficult, and we don't have time to level up our education. That's why we put on shows like this to bring on brands like yours. But Tim, I'm going to bring you center stage and give you the mic and say, Everyone's here. We've got raving fans. I got Entrepreneur. I got Toast. We got some other brands out here. Please give us the keynote. What is what is Mastro's? Mastro's. Um, <clears throat> keep it short. A very high end white tablecloth steakhouse with uh, unbelievable hospitality. Fantastic food. Uh, Ambiance is is second to none. Uh, we create uh, guests for life by. Um, our great service, our great hospitality, and the fantastic food. You know, it's all about the people, um, whether it's um, whatever industry in, and our industry definitely is about the people. So we try and hire the best people that we could possibly find. I like to call it the best of breed. Um, and, and, you know, and these days it's more and more difficult to find, but we have a great team, a training team. We have great people like Patrick that are dedicated to Mastro's are dedicated to the brand, are dedicated to making it amazing every single day for every single guest. And I think that's what sets us apart as a steakhouse. You know, you just, there's so many now out there between, you know, Ruth Chris and the one-offs, um, uh, Capitol Grill, Morton's, uh, Strip House, which is in New York City and, and Vegas. But it comes down to the people. And if you have great people that are dedicated to what you do and who you are, there, that's what's going to make the brand significant and stick out. And I think that's what we have. And, you know, we're opening more and more restaurants and, you know, we will wait to, we will wait to open a restaurant until we find the right people. And we're just not going to open to open. Um, if we have a great general manager and a great team, then we'll open, but we'll wait. 
until we find uh, the right people. So it's all about the people. Can you give us an idea of the size and scope of the brand? How many locations, how many cities, how many employees? Uh, we're soon to be 21. Wow. Um, yeah, 21. Um, we do upwards of 350 million in revenue. Um, and, uh, um, you know, we're going to be opening Miami at the end of probably the beginning of December. So we're excited about that. You know, that's a, you know, you can do the math, 350 million in, uh, in revenue in 20 restaurants. It's amazing. It's pretty, it's pretty significant. And, um, it's, um, but again, it's up to the people, right? I can't, sure. I can't do it without great food and great people. And you have to, to be, you know, you know, we do upwards of four, five, six hundred covers a night in these little restaurants. And, um, you know, it's all about teaching how to, how to run your business. And we have great people that run our business. So, um, you know, and I enjoy coming to work every single day because of the people. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's a true a luxury, to be honest with you, to be the CEO of a great brand like this. When you have great people like this, it makes your job easier. You know, you're going to have good days, bad days, just no matter what you do. But when you have uh, a, a good team, it makes it easier. You know, we like to say we win the Super Bowl every year. And, uh, um, you know, when you, this year we have to do $60 million in revenue. You know, so you got to keep continue to move the bar. Um, but again, uh, it's a challenge. You know, commodities, uh, the price, the cost of goods and the cost of beef and the cost of um, just everything these days has gone up with inflation. But you know, we haven't raised prices in two years. And, wow. and, and yeah, no, we, we're, we're just going to we're going to ride the wave for the time being. And um, we're going to do it by getting butts and seats. And uh, as I like to say, and you've probably heard the most expensive seat in the restaurant is an empty one. Yep. Yeah. So we, we, we got to keep continue to be the best that we can and fill those seats. So Patrick, I'm going to ask you a difficult question and that's, uh, when did you meet Tim and what is, uh, what has Tim taught you? Wow. This uh, is getting recorded and published. <laughs> so no right? pressure, no pressure, Careful. but I need you, I need you to be honest. I need an honest assessment. Give it's, great Tim, Tim, in, it's great because we're in the same room. It's great. So Give them some critical answer. feedback. Yeah, I, I might not make it out of this building just that's, for the that's record. The, that's, that'll be good for our, our show numbers. Let's go. <laughs> uh, met Tim just over 10 years ago um, when Mastro's was acquired and, and bought by Landry's. He, uh, he was the COO at the time um, and took over our concept. Um, so worked alongside of him that entire time. But uh, I mean, how, how long do we have? What has he taught me? I don't, I don't think there's enough time in the show. Um, but I think definitely the biggest thing Tim has taught me, and I would say the concept as a whole, is how to be a better operator, you know, in a nutshell, how to run the business. And how do you run the business? What, what kind of lessons? Give me, give me a story of, of something that either went wrong or went right. We all learn think, lessons and stories. So, Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I've got one good story per se, I think, uh, you know, let's just say in the former life and, and how we operated, um, we weren't as close to what we call now. And, and obviously knowing our numbers, you know, at the end of the day, we are running a business um, to where, you know, it might have been uh, not so much in tune with operations of a business per se. while you know, still running a sound operation, um, but at the time, better business minded with Tim's guidance. 
And what do you do on a operation standpoint? Like what kind of, are you using specific technology that's proprietary to Landry's or something that you can share with us that, that helps you with these daily, weekly, whatever profit and loss statements you guys are running? Yeah, I would say a lot of it has to do with the the structure and the support of the corporate office. Okay. You know, before being being say a smaller business, smaller operation. Um, you know, if there's a question or if there's a problem or you need support, you could pick up the phone and, and call the team at the office, and you've got a lot of help and support. Yeah, um, Tim, I would love to know. <laughs> You have so many different brands in your portfolio. Can, can you give us just an idea of the other the other brands that you also oversee, take care of, steward? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, and then, and again, I have uh, great leaders on some of these brands, most of these brands. Um, so I'm the chief operating officer for Mastros. Uh, another couple of concepts called Morton's Steakhouse. Heard of them? Um, you've heard of them? Yeah, <laughs> I've been um, to the, I've been to Morton's. <laughs> <laughs> Del Frisco's Del Frisco's Grill. Yeah. Uh, strip house, uh, the ocean air seafood room. Um, I assist with catch and catch steak. Um, and Patrick, am I leaving? Who am I leaving out? Uh, I don't want to make anybody upset. So it's a few, it's about, uh, over a billion dollars in revenue. Um, so, you know, we just continue to, um, you know, and they're all different, right? They're all, they're all you know, I mean, I'll, I'll just use this as a way is like, they're all my, they're all different kids. Yeah. Right. Um, they're all different steakhouses. One's a seafood restaurant, a very, very white tablecloth. Uh, so that's a different challenge all on its own. But they all have their own personality. Uh, you got to keep them separate. You know, everybody wants to be a Mastro's, but Mastro's is Mastro's. Um, I'll say this now for everybody here. I don't have any favorite children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you at the end of the episode. You just um, cut me off. <laughs> but, um, but you got to treat them all different. Right. You got to you got to treat them all different. They all have their own silo. They all have their own guest base. Right. Our guest base at Mastro's is different than a Morton's or a strip house guest base. So you've got to figure out who that guest base is and tend and, and attack that 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 base. So um, it's challenging, uh, like I said, but I have good vice presidents like Patrick that um, run my day to day business. Um, my job is to steer them in the right direction. Huge news, Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants in San Diego and the primary technology partner of so many of the guests that we have on this show have announced they are expanding their business offerings with Google. So now if you search on Google Maps and you sign up for Toast Tables or Toast Waitlist, you will have the opportunity to improve the digital hospitality experience of the guest, allow them to book through the maps into the Toast Reservation system. One of the biggest difficulties that restaurant guests have is when they search for your restaurant and they want a table, they do not have an easy solution to book a table or to get on a wait list. This is huge news for the restaurant industry, huge news for guests and huge news for you, the restaurant owner. Check out Toast Tables today and find out the new integrated solution that they have. This is something that we've wanted for a long time. How do you integrate reservations, wait lists into your point of sale? Toast has done it. Check it out. Tim. Yes, sir. When was, when was the first time you met Tillman Fertitta? Uh, well, actually, it was uh, about over 20 years ago. Um, I worked for a concept called Chart House. 
which he uh, acquired many, many years ago. And I was the vice president of operations at that point in time for Charthouse. Um, funny story is I elected not to go work for him at that point in time. Uh, I left and I worked for another company. Um, but as years went by, I uh, was the vice president of the Ocean Air Seafood Room, which he, again, purchased. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was the vice president of the Ocean Air Seafood Room. So uh, as of 15 years ago, here I still am. So I, I elected to come to work for him, and it's been nothing but uh, fantastic, actually. Tell me, uh, tell me what, what you've learned working for him. Um, tenacity. Uh, know your numbers again. Um, do the right thing, um, and uh, and um, you're gonna have to cut this because some guy decided to start mowing the lawn. <laughs> Patrick, what's going on around here? The tenacity that the, <laughs> the hey, gardener has. We got to make sure to keep it nice and green oh, out here. Yeah, tell you, this is tough. Um, going back, you know, he's he's taught me to. Um, to run a good business. And, you know, when you are running a great business for him, he will let you run your business. That's what I really write. You know, he lets you be the entrepreneur. Um, if things are going right, he's going to let you know. There's no doubt about it. He will call you up and tell you he's not going the right way. Um, but, you know, luckily, I get, again, I have great people and we, we have a great business. Um, and uh, so he lets me run the business. Uh, I meet with him a few times a year, but other than that, it's just, um, he lets you run your business. So that's the nice thing. And when you look at the Mastro's business and you look at expansion, you said you have 20 locations. Are you opening more locations? Are there plans? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're opening, uh, in December, we're opening in uh, Miami down on Brickell. Okay. Uh, and then we're opening another one in Columbus, Ohio. And then, uh, we have a franchisee that we're probably going to open one or two, one in Cabo and one in Cancun. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of our first franchise, uh, franchisees with, um, with Mastro's, but you know, we're looking to do more. And the first international. Yes. For Mastro's, for Mastro's first international. Um, we're looking in Dubai and some other locations, but you know, that those can take years to, to do, but, um, but we're pretty picky. You know, yeah. I I mean, how much? How much? What's a build out of a Mastro's? How much are we talking? Ooh, four. I think it'd be twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen million. You know, uh, yeah. depends on if you want. Depends on in Houston if he wants a waterfall in the dining room or if he doesn't <laughs> who, want a waterfall. Who makes those decisions? Do you <laughs> make the it. waterfall decision? <laughs> I just I just run the restaurant. So you want a waterfall? You can have a waterfall. I just have to make sure the waterfall works. Okay. <laughs> so Fair yeah, all right. I, I don't know if you've been to the restaurant in Houston, but there's a big patio outside. Yeah, and it's, it actually has a waterfall that comes down. We have a waterfall inside the restaurant in Newport Beach. So when you get back to California, you have to come to Newport Beach. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, gonna make the the Newport Beach trip without my hat. <laughs> <laughs> without my hat. Um, can you can you talk us talk to me about about the guests the guest experience? How do you prioritize the guest? What do you do uh, differently than other brands do to really set your part, yourself unique? Again, we focus on hospitality. You what does know, that mean um, to you? That means to be uh, taking care of the guest. 
knowing wow. what their needs are, know what their needs are, what their wants are. You know, we, we have, you know, like many, many locations or restaurants, we have open table. Uh, we ask the questions when you make a reservation. We ask if it's a special occasion. Whose is it? Um, do you have allergies? Do you have um, likes and dislikes? And if you become a regular guest, we put your likes in open table. So all of our restaurants had no, if you like a, uh, if you like Chateau um, Margot, and that's your favorite wine, and you like order it almost every time you come to a restaurant, that goes to an open table. So if you're in Newport Beach or Malibu or New York City, your name pops up, your likes come up, and we will offer you, you know, the wine list and open it to page Chateau Margot. Um, we'd like to know what your favorite drink is. We'd like to know how you like it. And we will make sure that it's served that way. Um, we want to make sure that your experience is over the top. And you, one thing I preach all the time is we offer an experience. Just not a restaurant, just not somewhere to go eat, just not a steak, right? I can get a steak anywhere. I can get one at the grocery store. I can get one at the, the restaurant down the street. But we want to make sure that you have an experience. And when you leave here, it's like it's over the top. You walk out here going, you might have spent three, four, five hundred dollars, but you're gonna go, wow, that was that was amazing. Um, you know, we shake the martinis high and we have a smoke on our shrimp cocktails and our seafood towers uh, with dry ice. But it's just not that. We come out with flashlights and we want you to see it's a whole experience what's going on at your table. Um, when we shake your martini, we shake it high and hard to make sure that you know we do a table side. You know, what's that guy drinking over there? He's having a martini. So we want every guest to come in and have a true experience, not just a just not a restaurant experience, an experience of dining out at a white tablecloth restaurant. Patrick, how do you deal with guest feedback, especially given all the different online platforms? It's one thing to to take care of a, a guest that has a complaint in the restaurant, but given all the different places that someone can can talk about the brand, how do you guys how do you guys manage that? Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one because a lot of guests oftentimes, sadly for us and them, won't say anything when they're in the seat and uh, take it home with that good or bad feedback to which we'd really relish the opportunity to make it right then and there. Um, but at the end of the day, that helps us too with our scorecard. You know, hey, this wasn't right. I didn't like that. And hopefully we have some form of getting their true contact, getting them on the phone, figuring out how we drop the ball and the opportunity to always make it right, invite them back in and hopefully show them the great experience that we're known for. Do you have any examples of a guest recovery that is kind of like the shining story of going above and beyond? You know, it's it's hard to pin it down to one, but I, I will tell you a significant amount of our regulars and, and VIP guests, if you want to call them that, have unfortunately had a not so good experience to where the GM picked up the phone, hey, Sean, I'm so sorry you had that experience. Thankfully, the guest was willing to listen and accepted the invitation back in um, and we turned it around. I will say, you know, outside of obviously significant and habitual visits, you know, many, many of our regulars and VIPs were turned around and then become loyal to us. Great. And then also, I will, I'm just going to jump in and add on, we do a callback program to try and get in front of that. So if you had dinner last night in the restaurant, 
we will call you back the next day to make sure that your experience is what you expected. And it kind of opens up the, you know, you can give it the great feedback. Thanks for calling. Or it's like, you know, it just wasn't what I had. And then we can immediately get you to the general manager. So Amazing. that's a, a benefit that we, that we try who's and get tra- Who's trained to do that? The callbacks. So we have uh, the day host, the day you know, host, the day host, Dave Maitre D. 600 we'll, calls. It's a full-time job. <laughs> you want job security? You get that front line first. Incoming and outgoing. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a full day. Don't you think, Patrick? It's a, yeah. It's a full they day. They are good operators for sure. Uh, when you think about technology, um, how do you incorporate technology to become more profitable uh, in the restaurants? Patrick, I'd let you take this one. I, I think Pulse is probably, we have a, a you know, talk about technology uh, on all our managers and general managers and chefs phones. We have a NCR has a thing called Pulse, right? Sure. Yep. So it's okay. So it's up to minute, up to, up, up to the day, up to the minute sales. I can look up what table I could, if you came into dinner tonight and I knew what table you're at, I can yep. look at it, what you're ordering, what you're having, uh, et cetera, et cetera. How long the, uh, the courses are taking um, and make sure that your experience is up to date. But, you know, I will tell you um, it's addicting um, to watch <laughs> Pulse every day because it's your scorecard, right? It's kind of like yeah. watching the, it's watching your favorite football team on TV. Um, yeah. You get to watch, you get to watch it, the score every single day. So it's, uh, it's fun. And uh, Patrick, I think that's kind of set us apart a little bit and all that. Don't you? Yeah, the live in the moment and and possibly having to shift or, you know, obviously tracking sales is great, but labor or comps or or what's going on and and even in the moment alerts uh, are fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, Tim, we have a lot of uh, younger, new hospitality professionals that listen to this show. What kind of uh, advice would you give to them uh, as they move on in their career? Um. You know, like the Patrick said, is the best thing is be patient and learn as much as you possibly can. Right? It depends on what you want to do. You want to get into fast casual. Do you want to get in white tablecloth? You want to get in fast food? You know, but you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Learn as much as you possibly can. You know, I started as a busboy. Okay, many many years ago. Wow. But yeah, I know. But I, I was. I from busboy really... <laughs> from busboy to billion billion dollar brand, it's not um, a bad, it's not a bad episode title, <laughs> right? It took a couple of years, but it, it wasn't overnight. <laughs> it was a good thing you're just getting started. Yeah. But um, you know, one of the things is you educate yourself. What I did is I loved wine, and I didn't I knew nothing about it. So uh, the best book out there is the World Encyclopedia of Wine. Uh, I bought that and I started studying wine when I was 21, 22 years old. And I still learn more and more about wine now than I ever have. There's, you know, there's always new things coming, right? There's always new wines. There's always new food. There's always new, you know, we have an Australian Wagyu on our menu now that's $160 for a 16-ounce cut. So there's always new things out there that I'm always learning about. So always educate yourself along the way is probably one of the best thing I can tell you. If you think you know it all, it's not going to work for you. And how about you, Patrick? 
Yeah, I uh, I would agree with all of that. You know, in in conjunction with the patience part, you, you got to learn in the moment. You got to do it. Everybody thinks that uh, they deserve it or they're ready for it. And, you know, careful what you wish for, especially as you rise. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's a long journey, but uh, enjoy the journey along the way. That's great. So every single week on Wednesday and Friday, you, the listener, you, the viewer, uh, we have a app called social, uh, it's called clubhouse, but it's a place for you to tell us about your restaurant. Tell us about your sales career, content creation, uh, come on stage, let us know what you're building. That's every Wednesday, Friday at 10 AM Pacific time, 1 PM Eastern time. Uh, we do a social shout out, uh, this week's shout out goes to Gene Goykachea of Cali barbecue. He's the barbecue mentor of our brand. Um, I don't get a chance or an opportunity to tell him how much I appreciate him helping us turn our breakfast concept into a barbecue concept. But I wanted to give uh, Tim and Patrick, you guys get, you each get one person. This is going to be on Entrepreneur. One person, not the whole team. I don't like, not one person you get to say has gone above and beyond recently for, uh, for, for Mastro's. Oh man, Pat, you take the lead on that one. You, you get to stick, you get to stick your neck out first. Wow! What? Yeah, you one have to person? pick one person so everybody else is mad that you didn't pick them. That's how I do it. Wow! Wow! wow you're really setting me up on this one, Sean. Hey. Now I got to pick a, a favorite. Uh, you got to pick a, fa a favorite child. That's right. Um, you know, well, I guess just by default, I'm in his building. Uh, but RGM here in Newport Dale. Um, the guy could probably run and win mayor uh, if he wanted to for the city, just because what he's done over his tenure here, I think nine, 10 years, um, he knows everybody. And, and, you know, and talking about the guest experience, he makes it happen. He makes everybody feel special, whether, uh, you know, he's seen you a hundred times or it's your birthday and it's the first time you've come in. Um, that guy's a champion of the people. That's awesome. Congrats, Dale. Tim, who's your favorite? <laughs> one who's shout out i'm kidding one who's shout my out favorite <laughs> not your favorite um give me one you know shout. i'm gonna give you two okay i'll, uh, I'll accept two okay uh one is our, our vp of culinary uh his name is justin florsinger and uh rob clink is his counterpart um you know i challenge those guys on a daily basis on what's next and how are we going to get there and what's going to propel us to be better in food and quality uh, than any other, any other restaurant company. I challenged them last week to a, a chocolate dessert that we're going to look at for the first quarter. Um, they thought they had it until I looked at it and tried it and we're back to the drawing board. So, you know, they're extremely patient. Um, you know, chefs usually have some kind of an ego, right? Um, no. as, one, <laughs> as one of my chefs told me, if you don't like the food, it's fine. Just, you know, don't attack me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think, you know, those two guys, uh, get a good shout out because they, you know, they don't get the recognition that they usually do because they're kind of behind the scenes creating, but they, uh, they always are very patient. They always put up with me and, uh, you know, I push a lot back on them than probably accept. So kudos to those two guys. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for giving them a shout out. Uh, most, most of the time in hospitality, we don't get an opportunity to, to thank those people, people like that, that, uh, that help us do what we do. Uh, if you guys want to get in touch with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E. 
EF, that is on all the social platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, X, Threads, whatever it is, uh, you guys, I'm weirdly available to learn about you, learn about your restaurant. Tim, Patrick, what's the best way for people to uh, find out more about the brand? Come visit. Come visit. <laughs> Come, Come visit. Come have a steak. Come have a steak. What do we uh, order? So I'm, I'm oh, coming man. to eat right now. What do I order? Patrick, what are you going to order? Um, I'm in the middle of the road between tender and flavor. So I'm more of a New York. I like our actually Kansas City strip, the bone in New York. Got to get the lobster mashed potatoes, um, a new addition on the side, broccolini. And then, of course, you got to start with a seafood tower. Seafood tower. And then what's for dessert? Oh, the butter cake. Butter cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, butter cake. They, they both laugh and say butter cake so butter if, cake is what it is if you come to you come in. And you, if you don't get a butter cake you just don't come <laughs> you know you, if you, you're gonna go out and if you're gonna skip on calories yes you, you're not the right place on that not one, the man. right place so, no 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 I, I i i that resonates with me if you come to cali barbecue and you don't get peach cobbler uh we're, you're probably not welcome back yeah i mean <laughs> when you, you go totally out to eat, blew you know, it it's one of those things like if you want to go sweet greens, knock yourself out, you know, have yeah. salad. But if you're coming to Mastro's, <laughs> indulge, man, because you're not going to, you know, some people come, we have our PPXs that come once, twice a week. But, you know, if you're going to come on your special occasion, make it a special occasion. We're going to make it special for you, but we want you to make it, you know, come and come enjoy it here. But uh, yeah, those are good picks, Patrick. I love it. Well, so Mastro's, you can follow them on Instagram, on social. Thank you, gentlemen, for sharing the secrets, sharing the wisdom. We appreciate it. I look forward to to coming and trying it. And I hope uh, our audience comes out and, and shares those pictures on social as well. So thank you very much, both of you. My pleasure. Thank you for having Thanks, us. Thanks, Sean. The best way that you can help us with the show is to subscribe and write a review. We love the opportunity to connect with you no matter where you are on the globe, no matter what restaurant you are running. Please send us a DM on social at Sean P. Walchef. If you are interested in toast, if you want to improve your digital hospitality, please send me a DM. I will get you in touch with a local toast representative. We appreciate you listening to this show. The best way that you can help the show is share it with a friend and we will catch you all next week or we will see you on one of the digital playgrounds that we call social media.